Welcome, everybody, to Moose Milk Podcast, episode 31. 31. I'm your host, Ryan. Going to wait a few minutes for Matt to join me if Instagram lets it happen. Who knows? Instagram's a crazy service, but I hope everybody's doing well. Um, yeah, we're going to talk a lot of different things tonight. It's not going to be one uh, exclusive topic. Just going to go over a bunch of stuff, uh, mostly non-Marvel stuff tonight, trying to, you know, change it up a little bit before we kick off, you know, the next uh, few months of all Marvel stuff. But uh, yeah, hope everybody's doing well and uh, thank you for joining us. As you know, uh, we're now available on all podcast services, so uh, haven't checked it out yet. We are now available on uh, Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. There's Matt's bed. Look at how cute it is. Oh, baby! <laughs> Look at this guy. Living it up in a hotel. That's right. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Not much, man. How are you? I'm good. You're yeah. looking like uh, you're having a fancy old time. Oh, buddy. Well, I have to tell you, I'm not. I mean, tonight was super fun, but I literally walked in the door like two minutes ago. Oh, good. Yeah, it was good. Um, are you That's lighting why I didn't the house? I was trying to get to it, and I just didn't get a chance to, and I was like, fuck. Oh, good, buddy. Are you loving my favorite town in the world? For anybody who doesn't know, I'm in a very small little mountain town called Belmont. It's like my favorite town on earth. Nobody should badmouth this town. So I won't badmouth this town, but it is hilarious because one of the jokes, so I, for anybody who doesn't know me and Ryan both work in grocery stores, I work at head office level, I uh, have for about four years now, and like basically my job is a desk job now. But this week I came to Belmont because they have no staff and I was a produce clerk. I've never worked produce in my whole life. <laughs> That's why and, I'm laughing so hard. And I was the only produce clerk, which is like... Oh, good. Yeah, really good. Great. They're like, so uh, when are you going to write the orders? I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't know how to fucking write a produce order. I don't I don't fucking know. I don't even know what you guys sell at the store. So it's been an interesting week. I, and it's been exhausting. Today, I put away like five skids of produce by myself. I was just like, holy fuck. For a guy who is like literally a desk jockey, it's like... That's a lot, lot of work. It's a lot of products. Yeah. So. Welcome to my everyday, baby. It's crazy, man. Last night I went to work. I was in charge of the store and they were waxing the floors. Yay. So I couldn't get anything done for three to five hours on the floor. I was really happy about that. That's awesome, man. That sounds yeah. good. Well, once I, I don't know if anybody can sense. tell, but there's a lot of sarcasm going on in this podcast so far <laughs> where we both love our jobs in fairness i actually really do love my job and once i got over you love your job when you get to do your job yes okay so once i got over the fact that i thought this was all bullshit then i at least tried to i kind of threw my usual rules out the window where i'm like i usually do this and i would do this and everything has a sign if it doesn't have a sign what the fuck all that shit went out the window this week i literally it was like sink or swim it was just like (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, 
yeah, it was it was an interesting week, but it was fun today. The problem the with retail day. is it makes you very OCD about certain things, mm-hmm. weird things, too. and it makes you really have a way of working where if somebody else doesn't work the way you do, it sets your entire day off in the wrong way. <laughs> and I notice a lot of times when I come into work after a few days off or vacation or anything like that, when one thing is out of place the way you want it to be, it really it's a fucking bummer. Your day. Yeah, it's a total bummer. <laughs> it puts you in a bad mood. It puts you in the wrong mindset. And you're just like, who the fuck would do something this stupid? That, and it could be the, the worst smallest of things, but it just sets you off in the wrong wrong that's, path of mind, you know? That's literally the worst part is like you like yeah. look at the most mundane thing and you're like, who would be such a fucking idiot to do it like that? And then you're like, exactly. like I've even had to like point things out to Kate and she's like, What are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah. it's supposed to be like this. Like what how could you even look at it and not think that that's the way it is? And 100%. she's like I don't see what the fuck you're talking about. Like it's even small things. Like I go into work and I see a product that's French side out instead of English side out, oh, fuck. and I'm like, "What the fuck happened this weekend? Why is this like this?" And it's like, no, ninety-eight percent of people would go into the store and be like, "Whatever, who gives a fuck?" But for me, it's like my mind just goes, ah! you know. <clears throat> that's uh yeah i feel yeah so that was this week but i get to yeah. go home tomorrow but unfortunately it is an eight-hour drive so that's not that great oh but fuck that's a long drive that's okay though it'll be so be are bad. you are you back like doing your normal job now for the next week or so or do you have so to go back not right home? away i have to do some training stuff for the first day so yeah bummer so Tuesday, but it'll take me yeah. a day and a half to get back to, to be caught up again right, from being right. off this week, right? So, yeah. Emily is Bella yes, Wilson. Hi, hi Hello. Emily. Hello. I she So she talks to me about my collection a lot and asks me the same question over and over again a lot. But I still enjoy Fair the enough. conversation usually when it's not the same thing over and over. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but hi, Emily. Hello. <laughs> I hope you will. I uh, I think I, I came up with this tonight while I was at dinner because I went out for dinner for, with some friends. Nice. Uh, I have a good friend that's down from Vancouver right now. My friend Tanya. Uh, oh, yeah. Who I, haven't seen, I haven't seen her in seven years. Oof. So it was a very nostalgic dinner tonight. And I know like the kind of the topic that you want to bring out tonight. And that's part of why I thought tonight's all about nostalgia. Ooh. Do you have like a because, vintage can of bubbly or something? <laughs> guess what I got? Lime bubbly. What? Found it finally. I Regardless. You Did you you haven't tried it yet, have you? I have. It's okay. Oh. It's not my favorite. What's your favorite? Um, I think peach. Yeah, me too. I think it's between lime and peach for me. Peach is very good. My point is, is a lot of the things we like as like nerds, as a lot of the stuff we talk about is tied to nostalgia, like things from our childhood, things that we got into at a young age, things like video games for me, super nostalgic. Yeah, totally. Um, Even for me. The collection of toys, the collection of all like these action figures, like 
the reason they're so important to us is because they're tied to a childhood memory. And so, like, I really wanted to touch on nostalgia tonight just because, like, I think your obsession with, like, what you do is tied to, like, childhood memories and nostalgic memories of, like, cartoons and, and comic books and the toys we collected as kids and, like, all that stuff. And, like, it all kind of, like, envelops not just as, like, podcasts as friends, but, like, tonight just having dinner and, and like, going and talking about, like, memories of, like, yo, this happened 15 years ago, and do you remember this, and do you remember that? And it made me to go, like, nostalgic such, like, a powerful, powerful tool of, like, memories and, and like, it is. things it's- like that. So when I started thinking about that, I was, like, what what is nostalgic to me and what's nostalgic to me is linked to the past like the video game the video game legend of zelda (laughs) linked to the past and so regardless before we get into anything i want to say there's a video game that just came out this week called trigger witch and it is exactly linked to the past interesting like like the game like the same like the gameplay or the story same same basic gameplay except you're a witch instead of link and instead of a sword you have two guns and you shoot everything but it's very very similar in gameplay very very similar in like storyline setup like world map everything like that like your wife would probably love this game yeah yeah she Kate's loves, a pretty she loves Zelda. Kate, like Kate loves Zelda yeah and as soon as I started playing this game, it brought me back to being like 10 years old and loving video games. So nice. the one thing I want to recommend everybody to go play is if you love like old school, like 32-bit era Zelda like it's not style games. It's not 32-bit though, right? Is or is it? Oh yeah, it's the same graphics on. Oh, cool. Oh yeah. It's like it's like pixelated, very, very like Super NES style video game. Oh, that's sick. Um the game is called Trigger Witch. It's available on mm. PS5, PS4, I assume Xbox 360, Xbox One. I, I don't know. I assume every normal modern day console, not probably 360, probably Xbox One and Series X, but I think it's on yeah. Switch. Um, it's fucking, yeah, it's like 16 bit slash 32 bit. It's so very cool. Genesis That's super cool slash me. Super NES style. Dope. I very, very that. cool. Very cool. Yeah, I dig that, yes. man. That's sick. That's that's awesome. So that's all I've been, I've been playing a fuck ton of that this week. I was just going to say, so that's game. the game you were talking, you said you were going to talk about it, right? Yeah. It's very, 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 very much a Zelda um, overworld, top-down map, uh, going into, like, different dungeons and, like, figuring, like, the design of the dungeon out to, like, unlock, you know, to get this new weapon or new power. Cool. To get to the next dungeon, so on and so forth. But it's very, very, it's, it's exactly linked to the past. It's awesome. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it's, um, but like, like you're saying about nostalgia, it's as an action figure collector, like, it is so fucking fluent in, in that, like, in nostalgia, right? Like, they have us yeah. by the balls, man. Like, it's, that's what it's I mean. Crazy. It's like, in a way, it's annoying because I know that, like, movie studios and, like, all these things know that, like, nostalgia is powerful for us right now because we're all in our, like, mid-30s to 40s. Yeah. Um, All the stuff from, like, the 80s that was, like, really important to us is now, like, new again type thing. Like, that's why you see He-Man coming back and, like, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, 
Transformers being huge and like all these things. Transformers but, were always huge though. That's the thing. It just they it, were, it wasn't, but like, not with the main, not with the main. Yeah. Yeah. Like the general audience. Yeah, and I I just look at it as like, oh shit, like what's old is new again. They're definitely like catering towards us eighty kids that like yes. all the stuff that they're bringing back. Well, the thing and, is, is we didn't have money then. Right, and that's what I mean. Is like now we have disposable income, so now when they put out a He-Man action figure, I'm like, oh yeah, I might buy that, you know. And now most of us have kids or or nephews or nieces or you know whatever the case may be, where you go, oh, this four-year-old kid I know would really like this Spider-Man action figure that was important to me in 1992. Here you go. And that's they can cater and sell that to us, which sucks because it's annoying because they're marketing to us, but which is awesome because now I get all the toys I wanted as a five-year-old. Well, it's it's funny because so Hasbro does a line of uh like retro carded figures. So like they basically put them on like the packaging from like the 90s, like from when I bought the five-inch ones when I was a kid, right? And it's like it it if if I had the space, I would buy an extra one of all of them and just keep them on card because they just look. They they literally take me back to buying toys when I was a kid. Like the if they released a bunch of like wrestler action figures of like early nineties or I guess mid nineties to like late nineties action figures of wrestlers like Stone Cold and like The Rock and like all these like all those like fucking that era of like WWF action figures. Ryan might have a problem because, like, that. Well, then Ryan right has a problem because they have been making that, and they only get better and better. They call they have. That's so what I'm saying. So Mattel has a. It's even hard for me to turn it down because, like, I don't like wrestling. I literally dropped wrestling like a fucking bad habit. I remember, like, I went from never missing a Monday Night Raw or SmackDown to one day I missed it when I went on vacation, and I just never went back to it, ever. So that's weird. so you, and it was a huge part of my life. Like I yeah. remember, I used, to, I used to wrestle with my dad, and my dad used to pretend to use the Undertaker, and he wore yeah. these like gray gloves that he would put on, and like he would choke slam me and my brother off the couch <laughs> into like a big pile of like pillows and stuff. It was so funny. <laughs> it's the fucking but, best, man. Like, but they Mattel makes a line of six inch super poseable action figures called well. There's kind of like three tiers. So Elite was always like the best, but recently they've done this sign called Ultimate. So it's like really good articulation. They have like butterfly joints, double elbows, double knees, swappable hands, multiple heads, ring attire. Like it's kind of like the perfect version of like each character. They just released Stone Cold as uh, Figurehead said. Uh, they just released a rock from like his Attitude Era time. And he's got like the the you can take the like pant tracksuit and the like open shirt off he comes with the glasses he comes with the microphone he comes with the hand fuck i guess they're they're those lines are a perfect example of nostalgia at its finest nostalgia at its finest that's what i mean it's like these are things i don't need in any way shape or form totally totally i should not spend the money on them but I'm very compelled out of nostalgia to have these action figures. It's the same way. Yeah. Like Ric Flair, Hulk yep. Hogan. They just did him too. Um, and they just did Hogan. Fucking, too. 
Mankind. Uh, I don't think they've done him in an Ultimate, but they've done him in Elite. Yeah, that'd be great. Like all that era, like fucking uh, Edging Christian. Fucking. They, they like, just at for Comic Con a couple weeks ago. They just showed off. Uh, Ministry era Undertaker and a Kane Ultimates and like I saw Kane and I was like I have to buy that like, Kane I, Kane wasn't oh, even yes. a favorite but like the figure is it looks fucking perfect <laughs> like see and that's I'll the thing like it makes I'll me feel they're amazing it so makes fun. me feel fourteen again it's Fuck. yeah. I'll send you pictures. They're they're awesome, man. Seriously, I've had a hard time. I, they started with Bret Hart and Ultimate Warrior, and I'm like, fucking give me a break. Honestly, you're actually going to start with the two, like my two favorites. Yeah, yeah. I still didn't get them, but I was like, fucking this. And see, like when you unboxed um, uh, your Dragon Zord figure or whatever, yeah. that was like an exact thing of like, why yeah. on earth would I ever buy this? This has no use to a practical lifestyle at a 36-year-old male. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh my god, do I want that more than anything? Like, yeah, man. I wanted a Dragon Zord so bad as a kid that like every Christmas for like, I don't know, three years maybe, I was like, oh yeah, I want a Dragon Zord. And like obviously I I mean I grew up in a family that like my mom, you know, was a single mom. She didn't have like a ton of money to spend and blow on Christmas. We got great Christmases, don't get me wrong, but it yeah, wasn't yeah, like yeah. she was buying me all this crazy shit. And, like, yeah, like, I always wanted a Dragon Zord, and I never got a Dragon Zord. And, like, man, now I can buy a Dragon Zord. Should I buy a Dragon Zord? No. When but, I got... Do I want to? <laughs> thousand percent. You know? When I, when I got that figure, it was, like, it was extra nostalgic for me because when I was a kid, I wasn't, I couldn't get the the original Megazord and the Dragonzord. Like they we sold out way too fast. I could never get them. Yeah. So my first Megazord when I was a kid was the Thunder Megazord. So that one holds a special place in my heart. But my neighbor, yeah. Justin, I used to we always used to play together and he had the Dragonzord and the original Megazord. So we would bring them all together and play and kind of thing. And between the two of us, I think we had almost the whole Ranger team. I think we were both missing. Like, I think Pink was missing from both of our collection or something. So, yeah. but yeah, but getting those ones was like extra nostalgic because it reminded me of playing in like my backyard with Justin and like, yeah, it was, yeah, man. Was, I, think, I think Pink Ranger was my first like childhood crush. Crush? Yeah, yeah. I think Topanga was mine, but. Topanga was up there too, for sure. Yeah. I don't know which one predates each other, but like. I think, I see, feel like. I feel like Topanga would predate, but maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. My friend Brett right now is re-watching Boy Meets World in its entirety. How's that? And going? he's like, it holds up like really well. You should I definitely rewatch that. it. And some, I some stuff can't bring myself to do it, but I really want to do it. Just do it for Topanga. I might, but it's creepy now because I'm like 36 and she's like mm, 14. That's a, good, that's a good point. Don't do it for Topanga. Yeah, do so it for you. It doesn't. It doesn't work now. <laughs> But, yeah, like, all those shows, like, Boy Meets World and, like, Family Matters and shit, I was obsessed with those shows as a kid. I love... Fresh Prince. I love... I watched uh, that shit step, every week. Step by Step was one I really liked. Step by Step. So good. Mm. Nobody knows what we're talking right now. Nah. I'm also, like, insanely baked right now. I'm drunk. I had eight cocktails at dinner, so... Uh, so I hope you guys are enjoying this fucking shit show. 
What have you been watching this week? Uh, this week, what did I watch? Uh, did you finish? Did you finish uh, Modoc? No. As soon as you no. said we're not gonna. <laughs> well, okay. So let's be honest. Modoc sucks. Okay. No. Okay. So this is where I landed on Modoc. It was fine. Like it wasn't really my thing, and I didn't finish it. I think I got like five episodes in or something. Um, it wasn't my thing, but, uh, at the same time, like I said to Ryan, there's not an overall story enough that's worth discussing. Like, like how do you spoil a show that's, uh, week to week? Yeah, there's nothing long last. I know that there's like things that carry over. I'm not saying that there's not, but it's just to me, there's not enough to like have a conversation about, especially because like it wasn't. Like it wasn't super compelling. Like, right. like there were some parts that I laughed at for sure. But like, I think yeah. as a whole, like, what what could I say about it? Like, I don't sure. know. I chuckled at this and this, but like, you know, whatever. Like, that's it. Yeah, that's, we can't have an hour long discussion about motor. Yeah, there's no substance to it. Like, there's just, yeah. you know. Sure. So I don't I'll know. say this. Um, yeah. Um, it's it's cool animation style. I like the like stop motion. Me too. Thing Me too. That it's trying to do. I think yeah, it's really cool. It's not for me. I don't enjoy animated things in any way. Yeah, I know. I didn't find the first episode funny, and at no point during the week could I bring myself to watch more episodes. <laughs> um, I tried. I honestly tried to get myself in a mindset where I was like, I'm going to finish this show this week. And about Monday, I realized I was going to have to watch basically two episodes a day. And I decided I'd rather hang myself in the backyard than watch two episodes a day. Jesus. So I decided not to do that. I mean, I'm glad you skipped. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I instead watched Supergirl like fucking crazy. That's amazing. I love that. I am halfway done season two. Nice. Those are long yeah, seasons. About 11 episodes into season two. And um, it's it's CW as hell. So I'm going to put that front and center. I enjoy it, but I'm also a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. I love Angel. I really enjoyed the first few seasons of uh, Arrow and Flash. So yeah. if you're not into any of those shows, you're probably not going to dig Supergirl. It's not for you. It's very yeah. similar in that style. Um, I dig it because... I was into those shows. I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and it's very, very similar to that, where it's like... Yeah, it's kind of campy. Here's, like, here's 10 episodes a season that is a storyline that is compelling, mm-hmm. and here's 10 episodes a season where it's a, a villain of the week episode where the plot line doesn't really matter. It's like, here's, you know, Captain whatever. He's coming in. He's messing the city up. Supergirl is going to fight him. Uh, there's a couple plot points that is like somewhat plot building, but overall the story doesn't really matter. It's just like, oh, here's another villain. Yeah. Um, the episodes that do build the storyline, I find very compelling. I like the overall storyline. I think the actors and actresses in the show put on a very um, likable cast. They're all very like compelling characters and everything mm-hmm. like that. There is a lot of filler, and so like mm-hmm. if you can't commit to like a 22 episode season. It's going to be a drawback, but yeah, 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 totally. The overall storyline, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying. Like, I'm, I'm not a huge super, uh, Superman fan at all. I put the shirt on specifically just because I've been watching so much of the show. But, um, 
yeah, like Melissa Benoist is a great Supergirl. I find her very, very likable as an actress. Um, the rest of the supporting cast, I find very, you know, interesting. They're great. They're likable. They have, you know, plot lines that are <clears throat> likable for the show. But if you've seen like Arrow or The Flash, it's very similar. Yeah, it's very yeah, similar yeah. in plot points. It's very similar in um, overall storyline. But um, yeah, I'm going to keep watching it. I'm half, half done season two and I'm trying to finish the entire show before August. So we'll see nice. where I get Jesse posted today that they today was their last day of filming. Ever. Right, I saw that. Crazy. I haven't I haven't seen him in the show yet. I think you said season, season three. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not there yet. Where, I think Nicole uh, comes in, Dreamer comes in at season. I think season three. Nah, maybe season four. I think. Yeah. So I think I'm he's obviously in not there three. yet. I mean, um, Alex Danvers is in the show, but she's yeah, not like a sorry. superhero yet. Yeah. She's just uh, like basically play Supergirl's sister, adopted mm. sister, whatever. But um yeah, overall the show's the show's enjoyable. It's a fun show. I like some of the plot points. I just watched the episode that uh Kevin Smith directed. Oh nice. Yeah, so as soon as I I seen his daughter his daughter's in the episode uh as a character. Oh like, really? One off character or whatever. And as soon as I seen her, I was like, oh that's Harley Quinn Smith. This is definitely the Kevin Smith episode. Like <laughs> only Kevin Smith gives her work. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like she's only usually in Kevin Smith stuff. Not that she's a bad actress or anything. No, I know. She, actually, she was in um, uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, when, wasn't she on that compound? Like, when she, wasn't she like one of those hippie people or whatever? That yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I can't uh, believe I do anyways, remember that. Overall, I enjoy the show. I've watched that this week. I've watched a ton of that this week. I I could talk like literally an hour about all the stuff I've watched this week. So if you have anything else, you should jump in now. Well, I can tell you what I did this week more. So, like, this week was, like, a busy, and I'll kind of use this kind of as a quick chance to just, like, promote something. So, so yeah, yeah this week I've been, like, super busy with the, the Secret Santa that I'm helping run this year. Right. So I can't remember if I told you I was going to help him run it, but I always... Yeah, you uh, you did a whole live about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, a couple of nights. Yeah. It was so fucking fun, man. God, I had a yeah. fun time with that. It was good. Um but yeah, it was it was uh, it was a good live, and I'm super excited. We've been trying to get more people. Actually, uh, Figurehead in here. I be, I don't know if he has signed up yet, but time is of the essence. Only tomorrow. That's all that's left. But uh, we've been chatting with him about signing up, and uh, I think the last couple of days we've gotten actually a couple, not like like verbal commitments, but not the actual sign up yet from a couple like relatively uh, awesome customizers one of which i've been trying to get to join even before i was helping organize so right so yeah so i'm super excited to i I won't say who it is because i don't want to make them feel like they have to if they just told me they were going to and no i i think that's that's (laughs) part of the excitement of it right is you don't know exactly who's all involved and who's all signed on and you don't know who you're going to get so like you know it's it's uh it's a really cool idea and like it's so fun man it's if so i had any fun. talent at all i would sign up for it if i could make something like anywhere near the caliber that you could i'd be like oh yeah i'd, I'd totally do this thing but i mean i could draw you like a two-year-old action figure on a that's piece of paper work. and hand that in but i don't think that's gonna help anybody we've had to turn other people down for more so yeah <laughs> um but but yeah like i'm i'm super i'm super excited to uh to fucking do it man like i'm I'm pumped i'm i'm excited that we've got some really good new talent this year 
Um, and I think we're probably going to land, if the two people I'm thinking of do commit, uh, we're going to land just under 40 oh, participants. Wow. So, yeah. That's a lot, man. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I might actually yeah, do, I might actually do an Instagram handle for the event. And like, I'm, I'm trying to like get it off, like not off the forums. Like, so we use the food, you, this means literally nothing to you because you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But there's a forum on online that's like, it's the site's like pretty well known as like a good toy site. And right. this con, this swap originated on the forum on this website. Right. So they, we always get to use their name, which in a way is kind of a good thing. But the right. inconvenience is like the forum's kind of outdated. So like, and we do everything on the forum. So like, even though we're talking to people on Instagram, everything has to go through the forum because that's just the process. Right. So I'm trying to find a ways to make it like more accessible because like I have lots of people who like want to do it, but like don't want to have to sign up for a Foosh account, sure. even though it doesn't cost them anything. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just it's another just thing to do. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like, you have to kind of watch it because that's where we send the lists and shit, right? So it's like, so I get it. So like I'm trying to make it so it's like more accessible. So like I said to the other organizer, Wes, I just said like let's like if you don't mind, like I'll, every reveal that happens, I'll post it on Instagram. That way we can get more of a word out of like what we're doing and like like with the current lineup, like we're restricted to the Foosh forum. So like if you're not on the Foosh forum, you're missing out on all this awesome stuff, right? right. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to really drop kind of numbers that way. Yeah, yeah, no, but that makes sense. Uh, if everybody in the forum signed up to like the Instagram page, then it would be a lot easier way to post, you know, stuff that's coming out, stuff that's happening. The Keep thing is, is like, I don't even need, I don't even need that. Like, as I said to Wes, I'm like, it doesn't, we don't need to leave the foosh. We, it's no, just, we need I'm to have like, accessible avenue for people, right? Right. It's an easily digestible way of, of, consuming things in a very quick way where yeah you don't have to go to a specific website necessarily to look at the and form. log in just, and hey i'm already on instagram and boom here i yeah. see you know what's happening yeah so so yeah so it's i'm excited for the changes we've got a couple little changes i'm excited for the new blood we got some a couple new not a couple i think we probably got about five for six new people so and uh, of them like there's varying skill levels but like there's some pretty promising stuff. So that's awesome, dude. Yeah, man, I'm super pumped. I'm really excited. I can't see what. Uh, I can't wait to see what you do. Mm. Well, the nice thing for me is, it, it, which is weird for the this year, is like I get to see everyone's list. Like that's true. I, you know, it's it's a, so it kind of sucks because one of the things that's most exciting to me is like getting the my surprise. list. Yeah. yeah. But it's like in this circumstance, it's like no matter who I get, I'll already seen their list. So. So what you're basically saying is you're now Santa. Essentially. Yeah. You like I'm growing the beard out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to work on that gut. Uh, believe me, I'm working. <laughs> so I also have been watching Australian Survivor still. I'm going to mention that. It's very How's that good. Going? How's that going? It's so good that it's... If anybody in here loves Survivor, you have to watch Australian Survivor because it's way better than American Survivor. So I highly recommend that. Also, my favorite show that's called The Block, that's an Australian show yes. as well. The new season. Been watching that week. for like four weeks. Yes. 
the new season starts next week, so I'll be watching that as well. Um, BC Sasquatch says, who's the layer toy display? <laughs> the hotel came in and uh, sold it. Jay, I'm in uh, I'm in Belmont right now, so I'm on a work trip. I go home tomorrow. Nice eight hour drive. Mm. Mm. Couldn't imagine eight hours on the road. Take breaks. Um, it's all good. There's a movie on Netflix called Wrath of Man. I watched. Also very good. Um, what was it about? It's like a kind of John Wick esque mm-hmm. revenge story type deal. I don't want to spoil too much, but okay. it's 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 your typical action film. That De- definitely like if you is enjoy ne- those type of movies, you're gonna dig on this. If you're not, is it a Netflix know. exclusive? No, I think it came out in theaters, but it's on Netflix now. I watched that gotcha. last week. Cool. Um, there's a show called Car Masters. I'm not a car guy in any way whatsoever. <laughs> what the I couldn't tell you a name of a car other than like Mustang. I know cars require gasoline and wheels to move. <laughs> I don't know anything else about cars in any way, but for some reason, the show is super compelling to me. It's on Netflix. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's basically a car garage where they like buy like a used car somewhere and they fix it up and then they try to like upsell it to like they keep trying to like trade it up until they can get to like a really high-end car okay so it's like like they'll buy like a used shitty like rusted out whatever and then they'll repair it it, fix it up whatever and then they trade that for like a higher-end vehicle and then they fix that up and trade that for a higher-end vehicle and each episode is kind of them trading up in the world and for some reason, this show just speaks to me. I find it super compelling. I Were you a why. fan of maybe uh, Pimp My Ride? With uh... it's kind of like that, but um, more practical. Like where Pimp My Ride was like, "Hey, we're yeah. going to put an Xbox three sixty in your trunk, passenger seat." Yeah, it's like, well, that's not practical at all. But this show is like, "Hey, this is just like a really cool, fast designed, well made car that's like super into cool a marquee sign." Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. We threw an exit sign on your trunk. I hope you like it. You know, it's like, mm, that doesn't do anything for me, but okay, cool. It looks cool. Um, yeah, so it's not, it's not so really ridiculous sweet. and over the top. It's more like like nice yeah. and like... It's just like a fancy, cool, like fast car, but I don't know. I don't know that, anything about cars, but I find the show compelling. And the main, one of the main women in the show is like beautiful, so that helps too. Um... And I also watched a documentary called Close for Storm, which is about um, uh, Six Flags New Orleans that uh, opened and then closed because of uh, Hurricane Katrina. And it was left abandoned in New Orleans. And it's a documentary about a guy. uh, He just basically filmed about everything that happened. But he has a YouTube channel on YouTube. um, Fuck, I can't even think what it's called. Uh, Bright Sun Films. I think he's Canadian too. I think he's from Ontario, but um, cool. he does like a lot of stuff about like abandoned uh, companies, abandoned buildings, stuff like that. Yeah, I love that. He did a full length documentary that's available like wherever you know you buy movies and stuff digitally. But um, it's all about Six Flags New Orleans that left abandoned. He's got some like really cool footage of like what happened after Hurricane Katrina and how high the water was in the park and like goes through like all the different parts of the of the um abandoned amusement park and like all that stuff and i don't know i find that stuff really compelling yeah it's, like, that, that would be interesting to me interesting. yeah it's like very apocalyptic and very um 
don't know, just like in a different world where you could see like a, a zombie movie being filmed in this park or whatever. And like, I love that kind of stuff. So I watched that too. I recommend it. It's cool. But nice. I think that's all I started watching this week. That yeah, sounds good. What's it called again? Sorry. Uh, Closed for Storm. Hmm, I'll have to check that out. It's what they put on the sign of Six Flags New Orleans when, right before the hurricane. They posted on like the, like, you know, what you'd see in front of like a grade school or whatever where they got yeah. the sign up front. Yeah. They had that in front of Six Flags New Orleans and it says closed for storm. And then so that probably changed. So as crazy. of today, it still says closed for storm on it. Crazy. That sounds yeah. crazy. I went to New Orleans uh, for a food show once. It was cool, man. It was, really? it was, uh, we took an Uber somewhere and the guy was telling us about uh, how they had to use the arena for like shelter for people yeah. or something like that. And like, yep. man, there's like, it's crazy, dude. There's a lot of crazy stories from that. Oh, for sure. Like seeing the footage after the hurricane and like people like living on the roofs of their house to stay away from the waters. And like, it's sad. Yeah. It's, it is sad. Um, It's computed. It, it, it's compelling from a human element of like, this is like real life shit that like most yeah. people will never have to go through, but like people survive this and like live through this and yep. still are dealing with it to this day, like in, in areas of New Orleans. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I found it very compelling. I thought it was really well filmed, really well shot. Uh, he did a great job. So I, that's awesome. Know, I need to watch that for sure. I have yeah. to, I have to remember to do that. Or I'm going to forget cause I'm fucking stoned off my ass. So I, I yeah, no, no, I, I, Closed came, uh, I'm even writing it on the little mine. notepad. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta take notes too or write things down <laughs> on my phone or I forget to. Uh, Jay asked, sorry, BC Sasquatchman asked, what did we think of New Masters? We did talk about this a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, you only got, you only watched like one. I watched the first episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I actually, okay, so like I'm not, I, here's the thing is like, I know BC Sasquatchman is a massive he-man fan i know that he is like yeah uh, and i know that most of like the diehard he-man fans fucking hate this like i have a friend El my buddy elvin astonishing news and reviews like he did like a 30 minute run on his podcast about how much he fucking hated that that show and like to me i was like okay i'm like i know who he-man is like i recognize some of the characters i think it Okay, so spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen He-Man, but, like, so they kill He-Man and Skeletor in the first episode. And it's, like, a lot of people have issues with that, which I guess it's kind of weird because the show is called He-Man, and, like, yes. it's really not really a part of it. Totally. Um, I think that there's parts of Tila's character that, like, I think are really cool, and there's parts where I'm just, like, is she just, like, super pissed that, like, he didn't tell her that he was He-Man? Because it feels like... Right. Like, the guy kind of sacrifices his whole life. And, like, she's just like, oh, my God. But you never told me. It's like, dude, yeah. fucking who cares at this fucking point? Sure. That, sure. that being said, the shift away from He-Man and Skeletor, to me, was a super interesting approach. Like, to me, that I would have never seen coming. Like, especially how they promoted it. I was like, when, I, when the first episode, like, because I was kind of watching it, right? Like, I was watching it while I was customizing. So, like, yeah. like 60%, right? And, yeah. like, it actually, I actually stopped when that part happened because I'm like, what? Are they actually, like, killing the two main characters, like, 25 minutes into this? Like, that seems bonkers to me. 
And I thought that it was going to be like changed up the next episode and it didn't. And it just kind of focused on like life after He-Man and, and, um, and, and Skeletor, right? So it's like even weird to see these villains who are like, yeah, like, you know, it sucks that he's gone, but we're kind of just doing our thing now or whatever. Right. And it's just like, yeah, I, I thought it was fresh for like He-Man again. I don't know He-Man really. Like the only attachment I have to He-Man is the movie. For some reason, I like love that movie. I don't know why it's terrible, but it's so. I mean, I'm similar to you in the way that like I don't have any attachment to He Man in any like real way. Like it's nostalgic to me, which we're bringing back to nostalgia. But as a young kid, I watched a ton of He Man. I was probably like four or five years old. I don't know if I ever really understood what the plot line was, other than hey, that guy looks cool. I want that. Yeah, exactly. Like. I remember having a cassette tape of like the soundtrack for the of sh- uh, the show, um, as like a young kid. I had like a record, I think, of it. Like all, the, like I had a few. I had the Skeletor toy, where like you could roll his chest over and it showed like damage on his chest and oh, stuff. Cool. Yeah, it was awesome. But like I was five years old, so like I don't know if I really was cognizant of like what the show was really about. Totally. So I don't really have any attachment to it that way. Um. I thought the animation was cool. I thought it looked very 80s. Yeah, me too. I like the I animation. Dug that. Um, I thought the plot line was fine. It was, I didn't find it compelling enough to watch the next episode or anything like that. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that they killed off He-Man and, and Skeletor, but um, I can understand a show called, being called He-Man, Masters of the Universe, or whatever. whatever yeah, was, Revolutions or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I can understand people being upset over killing the main character of the show. Yeah, I also think the show hasn't been on in thirty years. You got to you got to try to change it up and bring it back into the new age. And like, yeah. um, for me, it would be like Ninja Turtles coming back, and like the first episode they kill off Leonardo or something yeah. like that. Like, I'm like, wow, that's fucking a weird decision. But I think if the story is compelling for the next four or five episodes or whatever it is, ten episodes, whatever the show length is. I think that matters, and if yeah, by I the end of the series you're you're cool with it, then cool. Like let them tell the story they want to tell yes. before you judge it and go fuck this. I'm never watching this again. Fucking yeah. let's kill Kevin Smith and hang him from the rafters. Like, Man, seriously, people are fucking no, I know. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm like, that's way too far. Way yeah. too. It's just a fucking piece of fiction. That's, like, that's what I keep down. saying. I just say to my Elvin every time I say to him, I'm like, dude, like it, it sucks that you don't like it, but like whatever like it is what it is it's like a comic book i don't love every comic book i read no i don't know what i mean it's like screaming about it if kevin smith breaks into your house and kills like your family okay you can be upset with him you've got grounds (laughs) right but like it's a piece of fiction that doesn't matter in any way shape or form like i love a lot of stuff nerdy shit that's fiction yeah um if you ruin it that sucks but like I'm not gonna tweet at the person and say like I hope you die like yeah, yeah that's ten steps too far like calm like, yourself to me that's you making too big of it like it's just like yeah totally <laughs> like he yeah, killed like, off a character you like and now you're killing off a director you like like why like and it's just like it's funny it, it, it takes me to like Star Wars fans a lot too right because it's like you know even you and I we vary differently on how we like Star Wars to me I'm like. I love the original trilogy. Like, 
I didn't love the prequel trilogy at first, but when I put it into retrospect, I'm just kind of like, it serves its purpose. Like, I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's just there. And like, I feel that way about the sequel trilogy too. Like, I think they made a lot of really stupid decisions with that. But at the end of the day, whatever. Like, it's their shit to deal with. And like, it is what it is. I'll say this. This is my theory on this. Time is a problem. The longer of t- the longer space of time between uh, original movie or original trilogy and the next trilogy or the next sequel or anything like that, fans of the original movie or original series of films have a theory in their brain about where the storyline goes. Yes. And they build it up in their head of what they want these characters to do, where these characters have gone, the plot lines of what they would write into a sequel or whatever. And when the next thing comes out and it's not that, yeah, they get upset and they get hurt by that because they think they know these characters better than whoever is writing this film. Yep. So look at like there's tons of of of, of um examples of this like Dumb and Dumber one compared to Dumb and Dumber two, which oh. happened 15 years later. I mean, it's not like a great plot line of a movie, regardless, because it's yeah. just a comedy film. But the sequel sucked because yeah, it just repeated the same jokes. Yep. Star Wars from the sequel or the prequel trilogy is like you had these theories on what the force was and how um mystical and stuff it was. And then when that gets explained to a, like an actual science, you go, Well, that's stupid. That's really boring. That's that's not what I want. I didn't want the force yeah, We didn't we didn't points. need we didn't need the descript the definition. Right. Like, we you didn't need to go there. And I think that's what it is, is like the theory in your head is always cooler than the actual explanation of what the actual thing is. And it's more fun to have theories. It's the same as the MCU is me and you can talk about what we want to happen with the future movies, what we want to happen with X-Men, who we want casted, where we see this going, so on and so forth. And that's fun. But then when it actually gets hammered out and this is what we get, we may not like it. Yeah. And that's fine. And it's more fun to theorize and have conversations with your friends over what could happen rather than what is actually happening. You know what I yeah, mean? I agree. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so like Star Wars is definitely an example of that because like, yeah, yeah the midichlorian example sucked. I hated it. Yeah, me um, too. I thought I the people overall wasn't very good. It was made to sell uh, action Twice. figures. Yeah. Um, yeah. Plot lines don't really make sense. The characters don't really make sense. Who wants to have um, a trade dispute? Yes. But the stuff I like in those movies is like, oh, we actually got lightsaber fights. Yeah. We actually got they like, did a cool lot of choreography. Like, yep. Um, we got cool visuals. That stuff Force I like and I dug. But yeah. overall, you could have took elements of those movies and made a really cool trilogy, and they didn't do that. And then the sequel trilogy, we got, hey, visual effects are even better. But guess what? We're still not actually got a cohesive storyline. We still don't really have um, what fans wanted out of this franchise. It, it still all doesn't really fit together. It still yeah. doesn't really seem cohesive. It's still not what fans want. And so most people didn't like it. You know? The hard thing about trying to please fans is like, like we're just such an opinionated bunch of fuckers <laughs> like it's just it's like way well, that's, that's what passion does right is yeah passion causes you to have 
um, opinions and theories. And it's the same as when a band puts a really good album out and you go, yeah. holy shit, I connect with this album. And then they put a, another album out and you go, oh my God, this, this album sucks. And you go, what the fuck happened in between that? Well, somebody somewhere is going to find that second album very compelling. Yep. And that's the album they got into the band on. And that's the album that connects to them. For some reason, that album doesn't connect to me and you, but um, that doesn't make it a bad album. It just doesn't make it for us. And I think movies are the same thing. It's like, you know, there's an era of Blink-182 where me and you fucking love, yep. but there's also the new albums that I go, oh my God, what the fuck did happen to Blink-182? And somebody somewhere gets into Blink-182 at nine and goes... This is my this is my favorite album. Like, fucking jam. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is fucking awesome. And I listen and to that album like, and go, what the fuck? Yeah. Load Metallica. Another yeah. BC Sasquatch. Uh Load Metallica. Yeah. Like if you listen to the first five Metallica albums and then you listen to Load, you go, What the fuck happened here? But I see, I'm not seeing any comments. I'm not seeing any comments anymore. Hmm. Well, you broke. It's your fault. That's weird. I blame you. Okay, I'll blame you too. No, uh, BC Sasquatch said Metallica Load, the Load album. And ah. you're like, yeah, that's that's an album that doesn't connect with me, doesn't connect with most Metallica fans. But maybe if that's the first Metallica album you ever listened yeah. to, you go, oh, this is my album. I love Load. There's so many songs that connected with, and then they don't like the previous albums. Who knows? Like, as as a as a not Metallica fan, I can tell you that, like, and I don't even know any of these albums, but. Like to me, sometimes it makes sense that the album that the non-Metallica fans like is the one that all the Metallica fans hate because it's like it's pretty obvious that that's the differentiator, right? It's like, oh, it doesn't sound like Metallica, so it's right. Well, that was the album where they went like super, super radio-friendly mainstream. Mm. I didn't um, even know that they did that. Yeah, they they basically well, I mean, Black Album kind of started it, but Load was like. Here's an album of like three to four minute songs that we're going to try to get me more radio friendly, more hooky, less like, you know, uh, heavy metal and more like rock style songs. Um, Reload was basically a sequel to that, but it was like trying to make like hard rock by the numbers. It wasn't mm. very, um, it wasn't very, uh, like predictable or it wasn't very creative. It was very, um, this is what's popular right now. This is what we're going to make. Mm, and see. we're going to hammer it into exactly the mold that fits that radio friendly, you know, yeah. theory or you. mold or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah. Re Load and Reload are the two worst albums, in my opinion. I, I, I think they're both terrible, but I'm a Metallica fan. So. Yeah, I'm a Blink fan. And like the only album I really don't like is, uh, is nine and honestly like even there's a couple of songs on it where i'm like yeah it's fine like it's definitely uncompelling but it's fine but yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I love see to me like the first album with skiba like uh, california like i fucking love california like i think california don't get me wrong it's not like anything we haven't done before but like that's why i loved it because like it reminded me of like an older blink album and i'm just like a like an early 2000s blink album and i'm just kind of like like components um, of it sorry not all of it but I think it's fine. I don't think it's great. I think the lyrics are, are horrible. Worse the lyrics, lyrics since self-titled have been horrible. Like yeah. self-titled was the best, and then like neighborhoods was terrible. California is horrible. 
and nines is. Did like, you listen God. to uh, yes, Mark and Tom's talk? Yes. Did you hear when Tom's like, he when he's like, "What's your favorite Blink album?" He's like, "I like Fly Swatter." <laughs> yeah. No, that was that was my favorite moment of the of the podcast. But I mean, like, he imagine, actually said self titled and I love, um, love Fly Swatter, man. That's the best album. That's the best Blink album. <laughs> I. Uh, I really liked seeing them connect as friends rather than bandmates. Um, that was the first time where I, I really felt like there was no like um, animosity between them in like a decade. Like it felt like a real conversation. Like it, I mean, it felt like a person. friendship. Yeah, yeah. It felt like two friends reconnecting, even though they may have not talked in a couple of years or like whatever. Like it felt like a real friendship and. Um, seeing them talk about like Blink albums and stuff in such an open way in front of yeah. like fans, so cool. Like I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then like I meant to yeah. message you and ask you about that. I just had a crazy week, but yeah, yeah, like just them them reminiscing about like old stories and um recordings and seeing on tour together and like I don't know. I just I really liked it. I thought it was a really really good talk. It so. was good. It was good. The only bummer part of it I found I found personally was that like Tom has gone full religious and I was like, Oh, that sucks. Did you get that vibe? I know he said he mentioned religion a few times, but like I, I kinda didn't I didn't really get that vibe. Oh, after he said the whole story about his dad, after his dad passed, I was like, Oh, he's full on religious. Yeah, but I thought he kind of made a comment about how he was talking about religion and like questioning it and stuff like that and when he say one of the songs was about that, maybe I'm wrong. I might be wrong. I was probably yeah. I, he said the song they wrote "Tunnels" by Angels yeah. and Airwaves. Uh, that he started writing about how he didn't believe in heaven and in religion. Really, that was the song. Oh yeah, song. you're right. You're right. I and then he kind of stalled out on the, the ending of the song. He didn't really have a creative idea. For and the then song. when his, and his dad, dad died or whatever. Yeah. And while he was sleeping in bed after his dad had passed, that his dad's soul passed through him and made That's him right. believe in God and then he finished that song from a different perspective of how he knew that heaven and stuff was real and that was I'm not, I'm not trying to judge anybody I, yeah. I believe whatever makes you happy yeah, whatever I makes agree. you more yeah, sane as a human believe in that I don't care don't push it on people don't don't kill people because of it don't yep. hate people because they have different opinions of you um, whatever makes you happy and as the same human and gets you through life, believe in that and I'm fine with that. But for me, I don't believe in afterlife. I don't believe in, in religion. I don't believe in organized religion, especially. I don't believe in heaven. I don't believe in hell. I don't believe in ghosts, any of that and stuff. And I just don't think about it. Yeah, and that's probably the best way to be, personally. But um, I found that very, I don't know, very like, oh, well... You got kind of nutty on that one. And this is coming from a guy that's believed in aliens for I was gonna say, five years. It's not the first time he's about. been nutty. Yeah, he's always been a nutty dude. But yeah. um, uh, night, B BC Sasquatch says goodnight. So. Oh, night, man. Thanks for coming up. Peace. Um, yeah, I found that a very odd part of the uh, part of the top. Topic, yeah. But I, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I liked it. I thought it was really good. I, I have to say, though, the... Uh, the format of the show I don't care for. Like no. it was annoying to have to like scroll through it 15 seconds. I kind of just kept like 
kind of yeah. just because I just wanted to hear them talk. I didn't need to hear like all the blinks. I mean, it's fine, but like I also don't really give a shit too, right? So sure. I didn't I didn't really find the banter with the people at the beginning that good either. I thought Merc was funny, but and also wondered why he put a reverb on his voice. So I was like, why does it sound like he's in a well? Yeah, I, I I didn't hear that aspect of it. I didn't hear that part. I just heard like the like super cut of it, basically, where it was oh, okay. just like... I should have just looked that up. I don't know why I did. It was like 30-minute condensed yeah. Yeah. conversation or whatever. But um, Yeah, if you watch it through the actual thing, the process, it's pretty exhausting. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's why radio has basically died, is because nobody wants to listen to all the bullshit of radio. They just want to hear the music. So, yeah. Um, my assumption is that's probably why that doesn't work anymore is because nobody well, has like, patience to sit through. If you want, if you want the talk parts, you use a podcast. If you want the music parts, you listen to music. So exactly. Spotify covers you on both sides. Well, and that's, I mean, I think that's why television has died in general, right? It's like, you have to find me a very compelling show for me to sit through 35 minutes of ads yeah. to watch a 40 minute program or 30 yep. minute program. I agree. And generally when i'm watching something it's because it's on streaming and there's no commercials i can just skip through anything that's annoying i can watch it on my time i can pause it yeah um anything on demand is more compelling to me than you know sitting through 25 minutes of commercials every episode i get you i get you um staying on the topic of nostalgia we kind of talked about this a little bit so uh and I, we kind of already brought up Power Rangers a little bit, but I, I've been trying to talk to tell Ryan about like how cool the Power Rangers are right now because uh, so Boom Studios is a comic studio, and they've been putting out Power Rangers books for probably like I don't know maybe like four years or something like that. And essentially, what it is is it's like it's so it's it's not technically like the same as like the show in the sense that it's not they don't call it the same timeline. Like it's kind of like a slight variation. I, I guess basically it's, it's those characters, but they wanted to like add on to them. So they basically set it in modern times. So like they have cell phones and like stuff like that. Right. But the characters are very similar to what they were in the show. It's kind of like if those characters were in modern time, they basically just updated them for like modern time. Right. Okay. So, um, the one story I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit was the the story about Lord Draken. So, like, Lord Draken is a... The, a lot of people kind of consider him, like, the, the, like, best villain in, like, Power Rangers history. And essentially, it's, it's like, it's Tommy. Like, it's Tommy Oliver. So, in an alternate timeline where um, Tommy... So, like... Uh, when Tommy's lost his like came out from under the spell of Rita in the TV show, he yeah. joined the Power Rangers. He kept his power and he joined the Power Rangers. But in this universe, he made the decision to stay with Rita instead okay. and kind of carry out her plans. And over time, after she kind of like taught him like how to do like the spells and the stuff like that, he he kills her. Oh, sick! Yeah, and decides that he is going to like take over the world and like be the the number one and so he, he sets out on this mission to like kill all these different power rangers from all these different kind of timelines and stuff so he starts by going to the main power rangers time like the timeline where he kind of decide like the jason of that timeline and in that timeline jason was taking on the white ranger powers instead of tommy 
Okay. So he basically catches them right as they're doing it, and he kills Jason and takes the power for himself. That's sick. So he has white and green powers, basically. Um, and like his story is like super, super long. It spans over like I, I think like a couple years. Uh, okay. But the kind of the long and short of it is, is he he travels through all these different timelines. He kills all these different rangers, and he kind of creates a world where like he is like the supreme ruler, essentially. And uh, what's that? That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's sick, man. And like he's he's like ruthless, right? Like like uh after he kills Rita, he like makes friends with Finster. Do you remember Finster, the guy who made all the the yeah. monsters and shit? So like he ends up like Make my monster grow. <laughs> so he ends up like turning him into a cyborg and like uses like parts from Alpha Five, like he like kills all the oh, wow. like so it becomes Finster 5. And then, like, it's, like, his closest and, like, kind of only, like, friend. And then at one point in the series, he just, like, kills him for whatever. He's just like, nah, whatever, I just need information from you, so I'm going to kill you. That's and he's sick. just like, yeah, man, it's fucking, it's so crazy. And, like, he becomes... So this is, this is only in comic form, then. Yeah. Only in... So there has been a... Pro, when they did this big thing where he kind of started to go across the different dimensions and kill everybody, it was called Shattered Grid. And, like, they actually... Um, like had Jason David Frank come back and play him in a live action kind of promotion for the thing. So there is like live action footage of him and his like Drake and get up. Yeah. Um, but he becomes like obsessed with like, he doesn't understand like why people like why every Tommy he meets in every universe is a good guy. And he becomes obsessed with like, not like trying to understand like why everyone's a good guy and like there's no he's the only like villain of them yeah it's it's crazy dude it's, if they made that a show i would watch that tomorrow in a hot second so like that's yeah. what i kind of thought i the reason i brought it up is because they're now talking about rebooting power rangers they've uh basically hasbro owns the brand now and okay. like they've essentially said that they are no longer going to be using this the super sentai format which is basically what they've done for all the power rangers is they take footage from a Japanese show and then they cut right. it with American-made shows and they make... A, right. So they've decided that after the current show, they're no longer going to be using Super Sentai. It's going to be... Or maybe it might even be this series. I might be wrong. I, I don't really watch it, to be honest with you, because the TV yeah. shows are really kiddie. But, like, if they could reboot that in, like, a PG-13 or an R-rated kind of thing... Maybe not R-rated... Oh. I mean, R-rated would be amazing, but like there was there was a a fan-made thing a few years back, and I can't remember. Right, I've never seen that. Yeah, but it was like gritty, violent Power Rangers. Yeah, I would love that. Uh, sign me up. Like, where do I yeah. sign? Because like I would be all the fuck over that. Same. And that makes me wonder what Hasbro is going to do with that, because obviously their intention are to sell toys. However, I think that at this point they've realized that the toy collector community that are like our age are like willing to spend money on stuff right so but do both i agree well they they do that already i think i think make make a kid version of power rangers that is uh, put on saturday morning whatever the fuck um make make a like a, a kid friendly version of the show where it's power rangers it's a typical power rangers then make like a rated r version put it on amazon prime or netflix yeah, or whatever the fuck and make it violent, make it cool, and and push that towards thirty, you know, adult 
nostalgic people that are like yeah. love the show growing up and want you know like a well choreographed well shot violent version of power rangers that'd be sick man that'd be, It'd so be awesome, awesome. I would love to see what they could do if somebody they just gave someone the reins to go ahead and like have fun with it and like take it oh. in a little bit of a different direction, right? Like even when yeah, they tried to do that with the last, did you see the last Power Rangers movie, the one in two thousand? Yeah, yeah, I didn't like it. It was horrible. I uh, I thought it was really bad. Um, yeah, I also was not a fan. Have you ever gone back and watched the original Power Rangers show? I did. I did. I did. I did. Uh, Does it hold up in any way? No. 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 It's, again, I would love the, to go back and watch like the enjoyment that, is one hundred percent nostalgic. Yeah, I I would love to go back and watch like the uh, Evil Tommy like five part arc or whatever. It, I won't lie, it's probably the most compelling um, like line of the whole series. Yeah, is the shade of green or the, I think it's called like shade of green, the green called, or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember as a kid, somebody bought me part one or part two of the VHS of that, of that yeah. episode, but I didn't have the rest of the parts. Oh, no. So I could only watch, like, part two of that series. But I remember watching it live, and then yes. I'd always go back and watch part two again because I had the VHS of it, but, like, I didn't uh, have the rest. That's how big of a fucking Power Rangers nerd I was. Is like I was just like, oh, yeah. I want to relive this episode, but... Is Tommy your favorite? Tommy was always my favorite. Yeah, my I mean, other than Pink Ranger, because I had a huge crush on her too. But, um, yeah, I was. I, I just. Tommy I mean, that. I know, like, uh, I think I think it was Yellow Ranger died, right? Like, yeah, Tree, yeah, or something? Tree Train or Tree Tree, yeah, train or something like that. Yeah, and then she, she died. didn't like the second Red Ranger like kill somebody or something? Oh, I don't know. I think he I, got charged with like murder or something like after the show ended. It's cool in the comic books. So uh, when they said that Jason and Trini and Zach left uh, to go to like a world peace summit or whatever, in the comic books, they actually didn't do that. They were actually called to be like a Power Ranger level higher than Zordon called Omega oh, wow. Rangers. So yeah. like in the comic books, there's like a comic run of like Trini, Zach, and uh and jason who are the omega rangers and they actually the current storyline i believe has them they busted uh lord draken out of jail and they're trying to like trust them and zordon basically has said to them like you can't trust him like he's gonna like he, he's out for no one but himself kind of thing and they kind of puts the omega rangers at odds with the power rangers so it's, they're like not on the same kind of page anymore that's so really cool kind of, yeah, it's super interesting. I I think that's a show that like is desperately in need of a reboot. Yeah. And make it modern, make it different, make it cool. And I think that show could get just as big as it was when we were kids. I agree. If like they do now, it right, like, they could. Yeah, if they did it right, like I think that show would be really cool. Like the they honestly as, need to listen to Jason David Frank. I hate to say that, but like he well, he knows what this the fan base like the the Power Rangers community is fucking insane. They actually have a convention that they do yeah. every year. Well, like, like I was telling you privately, like I saw that he's creating like a new yeah, that show, Power yeah. Rangers Dragon movie Force show, whatever the hell it is. And yeah. it's not, it's not Power Rangers because he can't get the rights to make it called Power Rangers, but it's 
it's a Power Ranger show Power Rangers, where yeah. he's gonna make it like violent and adult and whatever. And I'm like, that idea is really cool. Why can't he just get the rights to Power Rangers? Like, why won't they just say, but Hasbro Here, do whatever you want fucking to, want because Hasbro we'll, call it, still a we'll toy company. We'll put it on it. Netflix or like you know Amazon Prime or something that like you know kids don't have access to it necessarily you can do whatever you want with it we'll make this the adult version and we'll reboot the show to be more in line for children like we'll we'll get a new young you know 17 18 year old cast for kids today like it's just what a huge missed opportunity I, I yeah i hope that they do something cool with it i i won't lie i don't have like high hopes i mean i don't no. see i don't see it ever pin the thing is, is it's super hard to recreate that, especially because, like, I don't know. Have you ever watched? I'm assuming you have. Have you ever watched the toys that made us? I haven't watched it. No. Oh man, you should watch it. It's uh, you. You would absolutely like it. It's, there's one on wrestling that's so fucking good. So it's basically on. It's on Netflix, and it's basically a yeah. show that's about like the toys about from when we grew up, and each one's about an hour long, and they have one on. They have one on wrestling figures. So any of the wrestling figures from when we were growing up, it's all about those. It kind of tells the story about like where it started and where it got to, and like if there was any drama. There's one about He-Man. There's one about Star Wars. There's one about uh, Star Ninja Trek. Turtles. There's one about Ninja Turtles. There's one about Power Rangers. The Power Rangers one's super interesting. And like yeah. the, one of the things they say on it is like when they were trying to sell that to to radio or to TV stations and stuff like that and cable stations everyone was like no like this is stupid why would anybody want this so yeah. in order to entice them they actually gave them a percentage of like merchandise sales and basically said if you show this like we'll give you it was like apparently like unheard of in like that sort of um, thing and he said they yeah. said it basically like encourage these cable companies to like promote it for them basically and like yeah. when it when it like worked and it actually like went crazy viral like that's why nothing could keep up like the toys like because they didn't expect it to blow up like it did right oh i remember like i was seven or eight maybe um i remember my my older half brother uh had he had told me about it because he's like two years older than me and I, I don't know, whatever I was, seven or eight. And he knew I was obsessed with dinosaurs. And he's like, did you see this, like, show for Power Rangers? And I was like, no. And then I remember seeing the trailer. And it was, like, coming in, like, two weeks or whatever the hell it was. They kept advertising it on, like, Fox whatever animation Fox Kids. hour yep. on Saturdays or whatever the yep. fuck it was. Fox Kids. And I remember seeing it and going, like, oh, my God. And I was so stoked for the show. And then I finally, it started. And I, I had watched that, like, first two seasons like every week i was obsessed yeah. with it yeah same um just because i was obsessed with dinosaurs dinosaurs and they all had dragon swords or fucking whatever swords and swords. it was all like dinosaur based and i was like oh my god this show is amazing but i remember after i think it was season two when like some of the main cast left maybe it was season three i don't know it was season um, two yeah i was just like oh no they lost half the cast like i don't care anymore and i just stopped watching it and I remember seeing like bits and pieces of future seasons here and there, but um, it's the same thing we say about MCU is I think once you recast and once you start bringing new people in, it loses that, that personal, it loses that nostalgia, it loses yeah. that appeal. And um, I, I, I mean, maybe by then I, w I was like 11 or 12, I was probably getting into wrestling at that point and just kind of 
fell off it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I fell off it when it went switched to Zio. Yeah, I liked. Don't get me wrong though. Like even within my collection, like the only Power Ranger stuff I collect that's not Mighty Morphin is like I'll have the I I will I will finish the Zio team just because I think their helmets are really dope and they're also yeah. like Zordon era. So like I think Zordon era is like Mighty Morphin Zio Turbo and in space. I think that's it. Okay. So yeah. I, I remember looking it up on Wikipedia like I don't know five six years ago and seeing that there was like thirty different seasons yeah, and like yeah but all they basically these different, like every season is a new theme or new like yes they basically tell a different story and like, most of them shit. most of them don't like connect to a lot of them don't connect to each other yeah and it's then, like a like, new cast every year now yes yeah and new yeah. Zords and new bad guys and. Like, after the Zordon era ends, it's like, you know, Rita and Zed were kind of part of it for, like, from, like, Mighty Morphin. And, like, even in, I know they weren't main bad guys, but they were still present in Zeo and then Turbo. Yeah. I don't know because I didn't watch. And then in space, I know they had at least a presence again. But the way they ended their story was uh, the Red Space Ranger, I think, kills, like, blows up Zordon on purpose. And it basically, like, neutralizes all the evil in the world or something like that. So, oh, like... Wow. Rita and Zed just turn into normal people and then they like leave in love and that's it. Like it's just yeah. Naturally. Yeah. So that's the end of Zordon. He kind of kills off Rita and Zed at the same time. So that's very weird. Yeah, totally weird. But but yeah, like honestly, man, like I I feel like it would be super hard to recreate what that the power because especially because it's not like what they were doing was super cool. Like, like I said, in retrospect, when you look at it now, you're like, this yeah. is so fucking lame. She's as fuck. Yeah, so lame. Yeah. So I don't know what where the appeal came in, but it just, it worked. Yeah. It worked. I think it's the time and place, man, is like that innocence of early 90s, you know, um, we didn't have anything like violent like that where like yeah. i mean now looking at it, it's not violent but i i remember my mom saying like oh this is too violent for you at age eight age nine whatever um and my mom made me a white ranger costume <laughs> i mean i wasn't even allowed to watch the simpsons growing up because wow. my mom was like oh this is bad my mom used it. to like rent us like the person would be like are you sure sleepaway camp's like not a great thing like oh yeah it's fine they're good like me and my brother, gonna, are like they, seven. They can do whatever they want. We're seven. We're gonna watch Sleepaway Camp. We're gonna see someone get their head run over with a lawnmower. Yeah, no, totally. I was reversed. <laughs> I I remember like the the like I might have said this earlier on uh, when we talked about movies, but like the first R-rated movie I ever seen was Scream, and I had to like That's take so my weird. mom out to watch it. Like I had to. I was at a friend's house and, her and his mom made me call my mom to see if I was allowed to watch it. And I fake dialed a number, not my mom's number, and was like, hey, mom, like having a fake conversation, being like, can I watch Scream? Blah, 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 blah. And then hung up the phone and she was like, oh, did your mom say yes? And I was like, yeah, mom said, yeah, it was good to go. <laughs> and hung up the phone and then I watched Scream and I was like, love. That's probably why I love Scream as much as I do. But That makes sense. Yeah, it's like it was, it was like, like a world opening experience for you. Yeah, I had never seen that level of like you know violence and and, and whatever and like yeah, I just was never allowed to watch that type of stuff growing yeah, up. Like, that's so a lot of ketchup. Very very protective of us. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Sweet. Well, nostalgia is powerful. 
You know what else is also powerful? powerful? <laughs> Bubbly. <laughs> I love how we both said the same fucking thing. <laughs> so good. <It's> mess. <laughs> Bubbles in your mouth, baby. Uh, so nostalgic. Mm. Is that the end of the episode? <laughs> Mm. Do I have anything else to say to you? I wrote something down. Let's see what I wrote. I love that you're you're writing down stuff as new memories for you. New memories. Oh, yeah, I'm glad I looked. Hey, did you happen to see uh, that Star Cruiser vacation thing at Disney? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I did. Man. Um, if it wasn't now that expensive, I would consider it. I know. I know it's, it's crazy. It's eh? way, way, way stupidly priced. It is expensive, very expensive. For three days. Yeah. If it was a week, the, yeah. What was the um? It was like uh, like five grand American or something for two people, wasn't it? For two people for three days. Three days, yeah. That's but that is like I, I'm not trying to. I mean, it's way it's overpriced, but that's like. Food and like all your activities too. Yeah, plus that's like, the park. If it was that price for a week, maybe. Yeah, that's do that price for three for days. Week, that'd be worth it. No, no. I'm not saying that I think it's worth it, but I'm saying it sounds fucking really cool. I it does. It sounds things. awesome, but like I want to be. I, I would rather just go to an all-inclusive vacation somewhere for a couple grand for yeah. a week rather than spend five grand on that. Like. It's way too much money. I'm going to just demand blue milk. I'm just going to be like, I'm going to go and get belligerently drunk and be like, bring me the blue milk. Is there is there tequila on this? Can you make Daddy a white Russian? Tequila. Can you make a white Russian with that blue milk? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, though. I thought it was pretty, I was like, oh, man. That's, that's how you use the property to make money. Like, Oh, yeah, for sure. Because there are Star Wars fans that will pay that. No problem. Oh, percent. Yeah, I, no problem. I love the idea of, like, I would love to go to Disney. I would love to see the Star Wars park. I would love to do all these things. The prices are outrageous at this yeah, point. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, maybe once COVID is done and over, you know, let's hope, fingers crossed, sometime next year or, you know, whatever, where travel's open. There's no worries. There's no concerns. You go wherever you want. I'd consider going, but um, not at that price point. Like expensive. Yeah, it's it's way too expensive. I mean, but I'm seeing that everywhere. Over like you know, I went out for a friend's birthday last weekend, and the restaurant had increased their prices like threefold. Yeah. And I'm just like, sorry, I'm not getting a side of fries for fourteen dollars. It's not happening. Like. You're out of your fucking mind. Like I'm not. I'll go buy three bags of fries at the store for fourteen dollars. Thank you. Like, but I mean, you. There's you no French this. fry on this earth that's worth fourteen dollars to me. You're that's out of your it. mind. We're completely opposite there. But um, the point. But I mean, you have to see it too. Working in the grocery store, like, like to me, we were talking about this at dinner tonight. Like, I have had vendors this year give me three price increases already, and it's only August. And I'm oh, talking 100%. about bakery goods. It's not even like meat and like the shit yeah. that constantly changes, right? Like, no, and I mean, of course, and- I see it all the time is where like every company's downsizing their products, you know, 10, 20 grams. Yeah. They're upping the prices or keeping the price the same for less product. 
I get it. Don't get me wrong. I understand these these restaurants and stuff are hurting after you know a year of being closed or six months of being closed. Yeah, they got to make their profits back. I totally understand how things work. You got to understand where I'm coming from. Whereas I'm not desperate enough to eat your food to spend fifteen dollars on yeah. a bag of fries. I will go and make my own fucking fries for that price. And like, I'm sorry, but like, I don't eat out that often. So like, you have to be giving me something fucking amazingly delicious for me to spend an absurd amount of money on it. So like for 20, 25, 30, $35 a meal, you better be giving me like a nice steak or like something like that's good rather than yeah. like, here's some fries and a burger. Like, no, I can make that at home for $25. Thanks. Like I can make yeah. a better burger than I'm eating here. So um that's where I'm at with it. It's like, I like, I love eating out at a restaurant. Don't get me wrong. If, if yeah, friends yeah. have a birthday or something like that, and they're like, Hey, we want to go out for dinner. I have no problem going out for dinner, but um, there's a line I'm going to draw where like, I'm not spending $50 on a meal unless this is like a very high end restaurant. Like it's just not happening. And I would be the kind of person that would be like $15 for fries. That's fucking outrageous. I'll have four fries, please. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> um, I'd rather buy like good cocktails in a restaurant for $15 than, than food. Like if I'm going to a restaurant, they're like, here, here's a, a really, really, really good old fashioned for $12. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's fine. But if they were like, here's a really, really good plate of fries for $12. I'd like, no, 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 no. That's not happening, sir. You mean not like, use fries as the example? I love fries. I'm pretty hungry again. Fries are fine. I think, Potatoes are a wonderful fucking vegetable or Fuck whatever. But we know we know where we land on this. Potatoes are fucking posers, man. I hate yeah. potatoes. Thousand percent, but I'm not spending fifteen dollars on a potato. I wouldn't spend fifteen dollars on a potato either. Even I wouldn't do that. That's where we're at, boy. Well, that's because potatoes suck balls. <laughs> Unless they're French fried. It's the only way. Uh baked potato, delicious. French Wrong. fry. Delicious Brown. hash browns, delicious brogies, ah, okay. delicious. What is good? What is it? Progies. Yeah, progies are pretty good too. Well, what are we talking about here, buddy? I just listed four progies or four potato products you enjoy. No, I don't like baked potatoes. Those are fucking the worst. Baked potato is like the ultimate cop out. I'm going to drown you in your own saliva if you ever talk that ill about potato again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the episode That's where it. I threaten my co-host to drown him. Do we have do we have what if next week? So next when when are you seeing um Suicide Squad? I I don't know for sure. Like probably next week, but I don't it, like it really depends on my friends cuz like I won't go by myself. I don't You should try to see it by next Friday. I don't think I'll be able to. All right, well that's sad. Um So next week what if I'm seeing Suicide Squad next Friday with friends before the episode. So I can have an opinion on it. I won't spoil it. Let so me see. Let me see what I can do. Is it, it's on uh, HBO Plus or HBO Max. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm seeing it in theaters. I'm, I like. I don't want to buy it, but like to talk about it maybe. I don't know. We'll see. This will be the first movie I've seen in theaters since Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah, man. I haven't seen a movie in theaters in a while either. So That's... Uh, 18, no, 20 months. Yeah, but anyway. I don't remember the last thing I saw, but 
So we'll talk about Suicide Squad when we both have seen it. We'll do an okay. open discussion on that because I'm very excited for it. But what if it's next week, right? Or no? Am I wrong? No, today. What, what if, if so- it's next week? Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 What if it comes out on Wednesday? Okay, cool. So Sweet. we can talk about the first episode of What If. If Matt's seen Suicide Squad, we can talk about that. If he hasn't seen that, we're going to do a full 35-minute talk about Line Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Not Ryan's favorite, but we'd still take it for free. It's, it's fine. But um, um, what was I just gonna yeah. say? I was just gonna say something as you were saying that, but I don't remember what. Do you have anything else to pimp before we end this? Oh, oh um, another thing that was brought up is uh, apparently, you know how they mentioned that Peggy Carter, or Captain Carter, is gonna appear in Doctor Strange or whatever too. Yep. Now they're starting to say that. Remember when I said that there was like a thing in the Loki show where it looked like Peggy Carter? Yeah. Now, now apparently people are saying like that. That might be like a tie-in thing, right? Where Peggy Carter. Cool. Fuck, man. I'm excited it. to see what they do with What If, and me honestly, too. like I like the animation that I've seen. Yeah, me too. So, I think it's cool looking. Yeah. So I hope that overall it's a really good show. I don't know if I'll buy in for the whole series if I don't like the first episode, but I'm going to give it a chance. Yeah, I'm excited. Apparently, it has as big a ramifications on the MCU as Loki. That's what Kevin Feige said. Yeah, so that's what I thought. Too. It's going to be important. So, yeah. watch that on Wednesday, yes. and then come back next Friday. Watch us talk about it. Yep. Um, we're now available on all podcast services, so wow. if you haven't uh, Go follow, give us a like or follow. Yeah. Follow us on Spotify, follow us on Apple Podcasts, download every episode, even if you don't want to listen to them. I don't care. Those just, early just ones. Just download them. Give us the numbers. I skimmed, them. Through, I skimmed through a couple early ones. You're right. They're a little... They're bad. They're a little um, rough around the edges. <laughs> that's fine. I don't care. Guess what? We're like anybody who, as you do things more and more, you get better at them. And week one, we weren't great. Week 31, we're fine. We're not let's, great. We're fine. Let's spend, let's spend the next five minutes patting ourselves on the back. I mean, let's just really fucking do it. Week 65, we're going to be fucking stellar. You I mean, come back in 34 weeks, we're going to be great. <laughs> yeah, just hey, just bear with us. We're, we're almost us. there. Give us we're a chance. Halfway, we're halfway there to being listenable. <laughs> exactly. We're tolerable for four to three. Six minutes at a time. True. If you stop and come back, yeah, be good. Listen, cook dinner while you listen to six minutes of us. Mm-hmm. Turn it off. Next day, come back. Six minutes again. True. You can get an entire episode done in a week, and then boom. <laughs> no, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. Sure. I don't know how math works. Me neither. What's math? Okay. Um, that's all I got. All right. So follow us on Instagram at Customs by Matthew at Moose Milk Media. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on our podcast. Download the episodes. Uh, our art is done by uh, at Jeannie Milne Art. Um, Isn't our art so cool? I think it's funny. I love it. Our art is fantastic. And I definitely would love if you guys followed her and showed her some love for our fantastic artwork. If you haven't seen it, go by our Instagram page. You can see it there. Uh, it's also on all of our podcast services and everything like that. But yeah, uh, we are I hope everybody's doing well. Thank you for watching the episode, and we'll see you next week. See you, buddy. See you, man. <laughs>